There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this podcast. Welcome to this week's edition of Everything is Awesome. I am your host, Kevin. This is the show where we sit down and talk to awesome people about awesome things. Uh, and this week we have a returning guest from, uh, I, I really should have looked it up um, because I don't remember the episode numbers, but it was, it was I think, double digits was the last time our, our guest was on. Um, and, and both for uh, his solo show and for our roundtable the the initiative initiative no the initial uh, Dark Knights of the Round Table episode before we started taking that show live uh, at conventions and stuff. Uh, he's uh, here today, a just to chat because why not? But also some cross promotion because I'm appearing on his new podcast. Uh, probably I think if this episode's out right now, you can probably listen to at least part one, um, if not both part ones and part two, uh, over on. Uh, the Batman Book Club. Please welcome the host of that podcast, Mr. Ryan Lauer. Ryan, how are you? Hi, Kevin. Oh, I am. I am great. I'm fantastic. I want to thank you for having me back on. Everything is awesome. It has been. It has been a while, but I always cheers. Cheers to you because the first time I ever did a podcast was for Everything Is Awesome, the yes. Dark Knights of the Roundtable. That was the first time I ever did it. And it still blows my mind that that was the first episode, and like I didn't have you on the show proper, but before inviting you on the roundtable, you might have maybe like slipped some hints to me, kind of seen if I'd be interested, and I was probably way too scared and just like took off running. Uh, right, right. That, but then I finally just like I, <laughs> I grew up and said, you know what? Yes, let's do this. Uh, I don't know. We if may have also good, had. But... We may have also had. Uh, both like that scheduled and then like oh it makes sense like i want to do this dark nights of the round table thing uh which was i mean i i haven't gone back and listened to it um but i just have and i i explained this on on uh, i think it was i unless you unless you cut it out i think we talk about this on your on uh the episode that i'm on on your podcast but it was such a bad edit because there was so many zencaster connections <laughs> um it was it literally I think we recorded it and the goal was to get it out within a week. And I think it took me like two to three weeks to edit that episode. Ooh. Yeah. I don't, I don't uh, envy your editing on that one. Does. Yeah. There's a lot. There's I think, uh, what you and four others. No, I think Counting five me. others. Five. others. Uh, oh yeah. I, I think there was a total of six of us on Zencaster, which uh, I love Zencaster. It's made, you know, um, you know, I've been remote podcasting 
since everything is awesome episode one um with a few you know my in-studio guests are rare um and more often we have remote panelists or, or guests or whatever and um but but so for me zencaster has been uh, you know a, a savior and, and now during this pandemic uh they have been a savior to i would imagine many of a podcaster oh yeah oh yeah definitely i haven't done as much recording i, I don't think during the pandemic as maybe i could however that's because uh basically i had quite a few episodes banked as it were and i didn't want to get to recording episodes four months before i published you know i wanted to keep i want the window to be a little closer so that i remember right. and especially in conversations and not be like yeah so uh, coming up next week and then be like oh wow actually that next week was three months ago or something like that but as the schedule worked it was i had episodes banked so i just actually probably like this past uh this past week or two i've become a little bit of a recording machine right right it's um I, the pandemic uh and i mean man it feels like that's such a general term now mm-hmm. um for what's so i mean i guess for for people of the future that are, are listening because i i just assume that in the future in in 21 20 and 100 years <laughs> yeah. that they're gonna people are gonna go be going to the the holo the the holo libraries, the virtual libraries, mm-hmm. and and uh, to listen to what what people will claim as the greatest podcast in the history of podcasts, not just the number <laughs> one podcast in Bucks County, but the number one podcast likely in the galaxy. Of uh, everything is awesome with Kevin Gallagher. People are going to be listening to that, and so if if you're listening to this in 2120, uh, the pandemic we 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 keep referencing here is the the COVID nineteen crisis um coronavirus uh of of like late 2019 and and damn well near half of 2020 uh mm-hmm. you know and um it's one would think that like it, what this has proved to me is that like given literally all the time in the world um I, at least for i can for me speaking for myself i won't be the guy that gets every like oh let me like write my script let me get caught up on this and that like i have done very little um as far as like my own personal like creative projects i've done like oh let me be a teacher and uh to the kids and oh let me like my uh my fiance and i have been doing these like and i say my fiance and i it's i'm literally designing it in in the computer and hitting cut on the cry cut she's doing all the heavy lifting um (laughs) of these uh like glass tiles for like mother's day and graduation gifts and stuff and um so like i've been doing that like i've been getting that creative kind of side of me out but with crafting and stuff but um yeah i i've just recently kind of like got back into podcasting and whatnot so uh i have not been as I've been productive, I feel, during the pandemic, but not as productive as I thought I could be during uh, this. How about you? How, how are you holding up during um, the, these craziest of times? So I I work and live in Chicago, two blocks right. north, two blocks east of Wrigley Field. And okay. yeah, and my work is exact on my road exactly five miles south of where I live. So we actually were Friday, Friday the 13th in March. Um, We that was when we were called to, 
hey, we're working from home. Uh, everything has gotten real. We are not going to risk exposing each other here in this building. So my fiance and I, we still have. So we initially lived in Northeast Indiana. I got a job in Chicago. I got an apartment in Chicago. She was still working back in Indiana, kept that apartment. She got a job uh, in November of last year in Chicago. But we we have years and years of our life still here in Northeast Indiana that in the apartment. So we were schedules weren't lining up to where we could move out. So we still had this apartment. And when we got assigned to work from home, as you could imagine, an apartment in Indiana is three times as big as an apartment in Chicago and uh, significantly cheaper. So we went ahead and said, if we need to hole up, let's let's go to Indiana. So my my apartment in Chicago is not being lived in, but it's it's fine. It's good. And I'm shacked up in Indiana and we have space. We've got entertainment. We've got internet. We're connected. Uh, so we're we're doing okay. We're doing all right. Um, yeah, I mean, it's been it's a true test. I think it's a true test with your spouse of <laughs> you know during during all this of like how's how are you two really doing? And we are we are great. Uh, as good. you were as you were saying with <laughs> with being productive. Yeah, that's not happening. Like I, right. I think me as a, on my own, I'm the most productive in crunch time. Right, right. right. So I, feel the I same could way. get, I could get a three month heads up, on something being due, and the the day before, right before bed, I will start to really focus, get no sleep, wake up and like finish it with probably like a half hour left until deadline. And somehow that to me, that's like I think that's my best work. That's my uh, fewest mistakes of whatever I'm doing. You know, I I think I just operate better underneath under that crunch. So without without a crunch, as far as personal creative venues and stuff like that, it's kind of like, oh, no, I didn't learn a new task. I didn't learn a new this, didn't learn a new that. (laughs) Like I've been, you know, productive in recording podcasts and getting my podcast up and going and stuff like that. So I guess that's my... uh, that's my success story. And I've got some Batman Legos here that I'm going to put together. So there we go. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I, 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 uh, I feel the same way about that crunch time is I, I feel like, um, waiting till the last minute. I, 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 uh, feel like that's where I'm like, okay, I know it's going to get done because it has to be done by this time. Um, and, and, and there's some things that like, I'm still trying to like refine my schedule when it comes to everything is awesome. Um, and, and some other things I, um, so you and I, uh, for, for those that have not listened to everything's awesome in forever, if you're new to the show, uh, you and I met through, uh, dark Knight news, uh, yes, sir. writing for, uh, that Batman fan news site, uh, mm-hmm. which is a great site. Uh, I, I loved writing for that site while I was part of the team. Um, it, there was unfortunate circumstances that, uh, forced not forced me but i made me decide to to leave um the the site and um but i I, since then i've kind of like jumped from site to site and and most recently i'm part of uh there i don't know if you've ever heard of like the fan sided network um of sites uh but they have like 300 brands 
um and they're all very similar it's like it's a fan news site like we're not reporting news we're not we're not breaking anything we're we're writing news pieces and putting our personal fan spin on it and um also you know opinion pieces and stuff like that uh and um but it's it's a little bit more corporate um than than dark night news was <clears throat> and um but not in a bad way it's just like it's 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 definitely a little bit more professional um, because it is like a company, it is a site owned by a, like a, a media company. Um, and then they have like, so I, I specifically write for, uh, Bam Smack Pow, which is a comic book site. Um, and I also, uh, contribute, contribute to, uh, food cited, which is a food site. Um, and, and, and I lose, I use these terms, write and contribute very loosely because, <laughs> Uh, as I as it was pointed out to me today, it's been like 56 days since my last article, so I actually have to write something before I get booted from the site. Like um, 56 days, <laughs> you know, like give or give or take 56 days. Right, right. Uh, and you have to write at least one article every 60 days before you get booted from their system. So uh, I was like, oh crap, I did not know that. And well, I did know that, but I didn't realize it was that much time. Um, I also am like, so what they call their editors and stuff are site experts. So Mm -hmm. I also took that role on for uh, this site called MTG Sideboard, uh, which is Magic the Gathering Sideboard. Uh, However, that's not going as well as I thought it would go simply because like I'm the only one on the site. um, And the like I'm having a hard time getting assets like to use for featured images and stuff. And I have a personal like uh, quality. Like I, I won't post something it, like it, to me, it doesn't make any sense to write an article and about, let's say I'm going to write an article about uh, the newest magic, of the gathering set that's out there. Ikoria. Okay. Um, and to use an image from 2015 of a like press conference or convention that just have people standing around holding magic cards um and they don't care like they and not like in a bad way but like they don't think that's as important as i do but that's like i have a level of quality where i think that's very important um so it's been a struggle i actually uh just got an email from the like the entertainment division lead uh about like hey uh checking in on this site here uh so i'm gonna (laughs) i'm gonna chat with him again and and it's unfortunate because I really had big plans for that site, like where to take it, which was a very different direction than magic um, while still being true to magic, the gathering. Um, but like, I, I don't feel like, I don't feel like they're ready for that site to operate on a level of quality that I want it to be at because mm-hmm. like, there's no assets. Like I can't, I just, I we can't get anyone from wizards to be like, here's some images and stuff. So um i may be backing away from that site expert role and just sticking with writing for those other two sites uh but that's what i've been like that's like i've been trying to and failing during the during this crisis this this covid19 crisis that writing for those sites i just i start writing and then i just like i'm exhausted or whatever um are you still writing for for because i know you left dark knight news as well are you still doing writing anywhere else yes actually on batman on film Uh, okay yeah, I've been there contributing quite frequently on there for over three years now. And okay. usually it's most of the time it's it's reviews. I've done some really fun, some really fun articles, just some ideas 
that I've had of, you know, some rankings. People eat up rankings. They love rankings. I love rankings. I like listening and reading about rankings. So, of right, course, right, ranking right. ranking on whatever, including Batman, I'm like, I'm in. And Bill Ramey, the, the head honcho of Batman on film, he's really, really cool about, like, just basically send an idea and he's going to basically green light whatever. He's like, yeah, that sounds cool. Uh, go ahead. Send it, send it my way. And then, um, yeah, soon enough, it's, it's on the, on his site most recently. And because without comics, you know, it's been, there haven't been comics for a while. Comics are finally right. back up and showing up in shops and stuff and being released, but we didn't have any comic reviews. And so it was a little of like, uh, any kind of ideas. And I just so happened to stumble across, uh, Batman 1989 Batwing desk lamp. And I said, I think I need to buy this. So I bought right. it and I took pictures and I said, Bill, I think I want to write a review on this. He's like, do it. So I wrote a review on a freaking desk lamp and <laughs> it showed up on a site. And sure enough, I know of at least four people that bought a Batwing desk lamp because I wrote a review. So you're welcome, DC shop. <laughs> so wait is that something that they're currently selling or or, or oh, it, is it, it like from it's available no it's it's a it's available i don't know how new it is as far as right. if it, they just released it or if it's been a few months or if it's been out for a year but i've never seen it before and so i clicked and it was like 50 bucks which yes expensive but also it's like that's that's doable like right. if it was like a hundred, I'd be like, no, absolutely not. And there, but fifty, right. it's like because that's kind of cheap enough, but also expensive, like not too cheap to where you know there's going to be quality. And sure enough, that that thing is awesome. It's got some, right. it's got some good light. It does what I need it to do, and it's quality. Uh, <laughs> it's yeah. So if I don't know if you need a lamp, <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 I feel like that kind of stuff, it, like the geek kind of office type stuff, it's always going to be, you're, you're paying for that license, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, and I like, so right now my studio slash office, like, it's not like, I don't have one. Like I just, I kind of, we have like a, a corner of the family room slash playroom that is like, I, it's, it's, basically my little section i have like a lot of my D books and my dice here mm-hmm. uh because i've been playing that a lot more lately um but also like it's got our heat press on here for when i'm doing shirts um and like i got like d- drawers full of um uh like vinyl uh to 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 cut for you know all these projects that my fiance has been doing uh, and, and I'm helping, you know, as much as I can. I'm not real. I'm good at the t-shirt pressing. I can, I can do that. Uh, at the at putting vinyl on glass, I'm really, I, like, I feel like that's not my, that's not my strong suit. So I don't, I don't do that. But yeah, so like my corner here isn't really, like it's got, it's, it's me, but it's not, I got my droid from Galaxy's Edge uh, sitting next to me, R4D20. Uh, and I have uh, a shoulder Groot, little baby Groot that sits on your shoulder uh, (laughs) on on my desk here. And I have the child from uh, the Mandalorian, um, uh, the child plush. It's like, I think life size, Uh, like an 11 inch plush that he's also here. And then I have a, I do have a Batman, like um, we were, you know, before pre, this is last summer, pre pandemic. um, My, we went to a flea market in, where are we? Which flea market? I think did we go to the? 
and this means nothing to you because you're not from America. <laughs> but I think we went to, um, oh God, it starts at Columbus. I think we went to, it's in like Columbus, New Jersey. It's like a big flea market. Um, that's like everyone in this area, in the greater Philadelphia area, like rave about. And um, I went back to the car to get something or to put something away. And uh, the kids uh, saw a Batman tin sign, like one of those like, yeah, like 11 by 17 uh, tins. And they, and they bought that for me. So I have that sitting in front of me on my desk as well uh, until like I have a more permanent location to hang it. But, uh, yeah. Fabulous. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean that's so that's our office space, guys. Uh, <laughs> I don't, everything is awesome. It has turned into like uh, the like the podca- podcast version of Cribs. Like just like <laughs> let's describe your studio. Um, but yeah, so so you know it's been uh, it's been an interesting time. Like it's mm-hmm. it's funny that you mentioned uh, March thirteenth is kind of when things like went down for you. I feel like here in Pennsylvania, very specifically. Uh, well, yeah, I would say Pennsylvania in general. Um, I would say like maybe the week before that schools were like, or maybe that Monday, like the Monday before the 13th, I feel like is when schools were like, we're going to, schools are going to be closed for the next two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, uh, and then I think that Sunday, like, so the 15th, I believe me and my buddies went paintballing. Uh, <laughs> up in the Poconos uh, a, because I think that weekend, I think the 13th, um, like 13th through the 15th, that weekend, like Bucks County went on like a semi lockdown. Like, like it wasn't like official, like nothing was like officially locked down, but like it was borderline. Like, is it safe to to do anything anymore? Uh, And, but the Poconos didn't care. Like, The I don't know. Does the Poconos mean anything to you when I say that? No, the okay. word sounds kind of familiar, but I know. <laughs> the, so, so like uh, that's my uh, Philadelphia ignorance for you. So, Poconos <laughs> is like a like like a ski re- ski town, um, and uh, like the, the Poconos is like a very, in my mind, it's like a large area of just like oh mountains and snow and like you go skiing there and, and go paintballing there. There's whitewater rafting. It's very, very not like country, not like, like Smallville country, Mm -hmm. but, um, it's, 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 uh, I can't think of like a comic book equivalent. Uh, but it's, it's like, it's very ski. Like it's the mountains. It's the, the best, like you go there and you, you sleep in a cabin and whatnot. And um, so they they did not care about anything. Like they were like, no, we're not closing anything until our governor officially shut everything down the 16th at 8 p.m. that Monday. So like our last big hurrah uh, was, or my last big hurrah was going to play paintball on on uh, the 15th of was it the 15th? I'm almost positive it was the 15th uh, of of March. And then yeah, since since like March 16th, I've been. Uh, from March 16th to May, May, uh, 17th, I was, I was quarantined up with everybody else in the house. Um, and then, and then I, uh, my job sent me back to the office, um, last week, uh, and Pennsylvania is, uh, I don't, so, so that's, that's a good question. Um, kind of swinging this whole pandemic back to hope, like Pennsylvania is moving to yellow, I think almost fully, um, maybe not 
maybe there are some counties that are still going to be in red, but we're moving back. I think the fourth is our last day of like shelter in place. And I think at 8 PM on the fourth, which means on June 5th, Friday, uh, Pennsylvania, like halfway opens or whatever that means. Like we, we, Mm -hmm. we begin letting people venture out with masks and stuff. So what's, what's going on in like your neck of the woods slash like, Chicago. Like I, I'm assuming you're keeping a foot in like the happenings of Chicago as well, since eventually I imagine you're going back there. Yeah. So here, like, I mean, I was better at understanding what each phase was, but as soon as Indiana lightened up at closer to the beginning of May, like their first, or I guess phase one was the lockdown, right? Everywhere it's, I think I thought like phase one was was the lockdown and phase two was starting right. to allow things. Well, as soon as they did that, it kind of seems like it's it's back to normal. So oh, wow. it's kind of yeah, it's a little like uncomfortable, I think, still. But right. I know that Indiana hasn't. I mean, one death is a death, period. But right. It compared to a lot of, I mean, compared to, I think, just north in Michigan and then just west of Illinois, uh, Indiana hasn't, the percentage is, is low. Right. Uh, but you still have a lot of people that wear masks when my fiance and I go, go into stores for grocery shopping, we wear masks and stuff too. But there's a lot of people that aren't, and I'm not necessarily like judging or anything like that it just seems like it is a little bit more back to normal it seems in indiana and uh we do not have for our work in chicago even a discussed return date yet because they're they're taking it pretty serious and we're able to work remotely and get basically everything done so right we're, kinda like, we're not gonna rush and possibly you know uh infect <laughs> Uh, anybody in in our, in our building and stuff like that, especially if we're getting everything done that we need to. So, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, I'm fine (laughs) like (laughs) working. It's fine. Uh, we need to go get groceries or something like that. It's fine. Oh, Indiana's starting to seem a little bit more back to normal. Whereas I assume Chicago is not, but I was there, I was there a couple weeks ago to basically switch out some, drop off some winter clothes and got some summer clothes and just made sure that the place, you know, hadn't burned down or anything. And right, right. I didn't, I wasn't exposed to anybody. The, it was very noticeable. The sidewalks compared to how the sidewalks in Chicago usually are. So, right. Right. It is definitely like a, like there's I, the big take. I don't live in Philly proper. So I, I live in the, in the suburbs. And like the big takeaway I see, you know, while there's plenty of, you know, people who have their opinions about what's going on in, in the area, when I'm out about out and about, which is not often, obviously. Um, but since this all started, like people are going like I've never seen before this year, like I'd never have seen this many people go for walks or ride mm-hmm. their bikes uh, or, or, or do any, any kind of stuff like that. And, and there's definitely more people doing that, which I guess makes sense. Cause you can only watch so much like streaming. You can only stream so much before you're like, I need to get out of this house. I'm going crazy. Yep. So let me go for a walk around the block. Yeah. We're, we're lucky in that regard. If we live in an, or here in Indiana, we're in a complex, so it's a pretty big complex too. So we, 
we at least I run every day and we're kind of in a not as popular area of the city. And yeah, I can hop across the street into like a neighborhood and run. There's a neighborhood on the other side of the complex. And then we go for at least two walks every day as just like a, hey, fresh air, get out. And it's so spaced out. We're not uh, running right. into people on, on top of others. So we're we're good. But yeah, I, I agree of people have really stepped up their exercise game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I have not because I, I've gained <laughs> like 30 pounds, uh, on because we were so, and it sounds like you guys are, are maybe in a similar boat, but we were very lucky in that we both were still collecting a paycheck this whole time. Um, mm-hmm. my, my fiance is a, a teacher. So she, she was able to, you know, teach her, like she had a job, like all teachers, every single teacher, even though schools was out, they all were still working and, and teaching, the students um so they were still working really very hard uh you know from first-hand experience like you know for their for their money as well as like for the kids um and and it's taken a toll like i i don't know how my kids teachers feel obviously i, I would i just have to imagine that they feel as, as as similar as my fiance does is like how much like they miss these students like they've seen they went from seeing five days a week to zero days a week um but we were very lucky in that she was still working. I was working remotely, so I was still collecting a check. Um, and um, and we, we, we decided to like support small and local businesses. And, mm-hmm. and it originally it was like, okay, it was like two weeks of March. And then and near the end of March, we're like, all right, I think like April 1st, maybe like we need yeah, a, yeah to save money, even though that's less important than like, let's just be healthy. And uh but like that really like we we've been eating out a lot <laughs> uh, and, and supporting local businesses still or at least like we are ordering from change as well. But like the mindset there is like, well, there's the community works there. So like we're supporting like these, the, the community because they have jobs uh, to, to help prepare food. So we've been eating out a lot and I, I've definitely put on uh, a, a lot of weight a lot like i'm not at my heaviest i you know i think probably the last time you and i talked i was probably at my heaviest around 260 so i'm not quite back up to there but i'm i'm, I'm ever i'm inching ever close closer to that heaviest i've ever been weight uh so i i do need to get back on like a, some sort of exercise regime uh or at least like watching what i eat like tonight we had taco bell again mm-hmm. not not local we're not supporting local business but we're supporting supporting the, the community here uh and like i had i had two dorito tacos and a, and a chicken quesadilla for dinner i didn't need all that i did not need all that but you know that's that's fatty mcfatty kev so <laughs> we did we did really good there for at the beginning and for quite a while uh making food at home and then yeah the past few weeks it's been bad yeah <laughs> we've been we've been naughty and we recognize this and we're like we need to we need to dial it back a little bit get back to the make food here at home right, but right. we've 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 supported <laughs> local businesses too though excuse me yeah it's it's and i think it's like obviously if you're not in a position to do it like take care of you and your own first but mm-hmm. that's something that i've been like very like vocal about like if if you're able to support local business or support local creators even like don't not me like don't even though i this episode at some point you'll probably hear a promotion for my patreon and all uh if it's not pre-recorded i try to also 
follow that with like support other creators. There's there's a ton of podcasters and like game designers and just people that are in the independent creative business that are getting hit the hardest. Uh, mm-hmm. And and uh, they they could use your support. Um, as well as your local community slash small businesses in your local area. Like they're like the places that I, I highly recommend like supporting, especially like if you're con- like, if you're listening to this episode, either because you're a fan of, of, of Ryan's show or just, you know, you've been here forever and we, you know, while we don't focus on Batman for the full uh, hour or so we, we, we do skew heavy towards the same similar topics, save for the last half hour where we're just like, let's brood about the pandemic i say we're warming up we're warming up to batman we're getting there we're getting there um you know uh but if you want these comic book stores to be around when when everything gets back to normal or even whatever like like so we're we're going from red to yellow uh in the next in in bucks county and i and i think most of pennsylvania um but we're we're going to like i think half of pennsylvania is yellow now and i think the rest of us are going back to yellow on the fourth or or fifth or whatever um Mm -hmm. and there's going to be a little bit more normalcy where like maybe you can actually go into a comic book store uh instead of picking up curbside so um hopefully your local comic book store or local game store or whatever is still around hopefully they didn't get you know too hurt from this pandemic but um even though some i i feel like saying this now is like a lot of people are already kind of getting back to normal as you said it sounds like your area is a little bit more normal than 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 the rest of at least at least here compared to here like it's it's required in pennsylvania if, if you go into any store you have to wear a mask um now whether or not uh you know you you as you're walking the aisles i've seen people take their mask down to their chin so that i guess they can breathe or whatever but um it's a law here so there's definitely going to be like a weird uh way but yeah if you're not if you're still in red like like we are technically and and um you're if you're in an area i would imagine new york and la are probably going to be the last cities to to reopen so if you're in those areas like this is the time to support those local comic book stores and game stores um and and anything because they um if you want them to be around in the next few weeks when they start to reopen uh you know buying gift cards is probably the easiest way to to support them and uh and whatnot but uh, that's you know again let's uh let's let's change gears i mean unless you have anything else unless we want to like depress people any longer uh <laughs> about this pandemic uh like you know th- those i don't know generation what i guess if we're like looking at a, an excel sheet uh generation like what a a d is probably what what 21 20 kids are uh so like generation ads you know uh let's let's get you smiling let's not keep you depressed with these this history of of uh the great depression 2020 uh, let's move on to some happier times. Welcome to the mid-roll, super friends. Uh, this has been a great conversation with Mr. Ryan Lauer. Um, we were supposed to release this last week when uh, part one of my conversation with Ryan on his podcast, The Batman Book Club, dropped. Um, we sit down and we talk about uh, the... Scott Snyder, Greg Capullo run on Batman, the start of the new 52 with the Court of Owls. 
uh, and we we ended up having a two-hour conversation. So it's actually split into two parts. Part one dropped last week. Part two drops this week. Uh, and initially, this episode with Ryan was going to drop last week. However, um, the events of the world um, really uh, kind of had me focusing on other things. Um and I, I, part of it was that I didn't get a chance to edit it when I wanted to. Um, but really, really, the, the big part was um, I, I wasn't sure what I wanted to say. It, it didn't feel right to post this episode while... We were really at like the start and and starting to climb towards the climax. I don't think we're there yet of these protests. Um, so uh, we ended up releasing a uh, podcast blackout episode um, that was started by the I believe Cult Forty Five um, podcast. Uh, and some other podcasts have done it. Um, some podcasts I saw just didn't post anything uh, and recommended some other things to listen to and whatnot. Uh, and, um, but I wanted to get, I, I tried to find the words to get my feelings out in the world um, in a quick 15 minute episode last week for, for episode 165. Uh, we're hoping to do here on Everything is Awesome uh, more stuff, more interviews, more talks that uh, maybe tackle some serious issues um, like Black Lives Matter. Uh, and if you didn't listen to last week's episode, um, that, is, that is a stance that this podcast that I take is, is Black Lives Matter. Um, and I agree with the, the protesting that's happening uh, I also, um, you know, there's reasons for people to protest. There's reasons for people that who support the protests and are an ally. They don't go out to the protests. There's, you know, whatever their reasons are, um, it's theirs. And something that I had a hard time with was was that, like, how can I not go out and do this right now? Um, <clears throat> and. The point of this mid-roll here, guys, is, is two things. Um, one, there is more than one lane to progress. It's a great little tweet image infographic that I saw last week. Um, if, if you can't be out on the front lines in the protests, you can't be out in the protests, um, then you can supply you know, food and water and medical supplies. You can um, be part of those stations that, uh, that, that are distributing those things. If you can't do that, you can be a vocal voice. You can donate money to organizations designed to help black people and protesters, bail funds that will help protesters who are uh, arrested and, um, during these uh, trying times. Um, and the other thing is, um, 
I think now more than ever, we realize we need to go out and vote. Um, because, and not just for the general election that happens in November, uh, those are obviously important, but the ones, all, every election matters. And you need to get out there and you need to vote because it starts from the ground up with your local community. And if you can make a difference there, that can grow. Uh, so go out there, register to vote if you're not already registered. Normally we save the call to action until the end of the episode, but I'm bringing it to the mid-roll because it's important that we go out and register to vote. Make sure you register to vote. Voting is, is how our voice is heard, um, and it's how we can make a difference from the ground up, as I said. Uh, and more importantly, if you're like me and you're white, you need to be an ally to our black friends, our black and brown friends. They are unfairly judged by everyone. Um, and there is, uh, in many of our systems, not just the police force, though that's the conversation, there is systematic racism and changes need to be made across the board. Uh, and the very first thing that you can do to help make that change is first and foremost, and this is again for, for the white people out there, is you need to take a long look in the mirror and get ready to admit to yourself that your entire life you have been living with white privilege. Now, that doesn't mean that things come easier to you uh, just because you're white. No. Compared to a black person, absolutely, things are better for you. Doesn't mean you get money handed to you. Doesn't mean that you get jobs handed to you. It doesn't mean that your life is necessarily easy. What white privilege means is that you get to... I guess essentially be innocent without any kind of doubt. You can, for example, hold a microphone in a car driving and likely as a white person, no one will care. Now, I can't speak for the black community. I can't speak... Um, as to how they feel necessarily but the way I understand it is that something along those lines they may not have the same freedom to do without worrying about a police officer pulling them over or uh, you know a white person racist uh, being scared and calling the police on on them simply for the fact that they're black. This is a this is a global issue. Uh, you know, it, it, someone posted. And I don't have the numbers in front of me, but someone posted something interesting about COVID nineteen and racism, and how if we apply the same numbers that we use for the COVID deaths, which is like three percent death rate, something like that, if we were to 
apply numbers and 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 do the math uh racism would have a much higher death toll to our black community once you've done that once you have admitted to your white privilege which there is nothing wrong with admitting that doesn't mean you're racist but it does make you take a long look at who you are. Um, that's something that I have been dealing with over the last week or so. Is dealing with the fact that I don't know what to do because I'm white. Like, how can I help? Do I want to speak up? Do I want to... What do I want to do? I don't... What can I do to help without overpowering, without overpowering the black voice that is desperately, desperately wanting to be heard right now? And now it's time to re-educate after that. Um, I've tweeted about a, a bunch of books. Uh, the two that come to mind right now is the one sitting next to me that, that I'm starting to read. So you want to talk about race. And then the other one is White Fragility. Um, are two books that uh, were recommended um, as a like starter kit for anti-racism. Uh, because it's one thing to not be racist. It's another thing to be anti-racist. They are two different things. So, listeners... Um, before we get back to the, the fun conversation I had here uh, with Mr. Ryan Lauer, uh, please, please, please consider taking just a moment and thinking about your life, if you're white, compared to that of a friend who is black and their life. Talk to them. Don't ask them what they, what you can do to be better talk to them ask them what it's like to leave their house in the morning and through those discussions and through your reading um, and just kind of relearning what we've been taught you'll become a better ally I'm not a great ally. I can say that right now. I'm doing what I can and I'm I'm reading and trying to re-educate myself and and yes, believe it or not, I am reading um, both sides. You know, I, I, I believe it's important to read the Fox News of the world so that you can see where the other side's coming from and, and why the and, and, and that way you can try to have a conversation with the other side. So whatever you're doing to help the Black Lives Matter movement, good on you. Keep doing it. Go out there. Um, donate money, medical supplies, food, water. Amplify, amplify black voices. Uh, and remember that it's this is a about people 
Human beings, no different than you and I, other than the color of their skin, that all they desperately want is to be treated like human beings. This roller coaster of tones going from the conversation of I had, uh, you know, with, with Ryan here to this very serious moment. Let's get back to that conversation uh, and just remember that we all can do better. Black Lives Matter. Uh, and here's uh, my conversation with Ryan Lauer right here on awesomepodcast.com. Uh, like your podcast, Ryan, we've we touched on it on the beginning of the show and you are so based off of uh, what I saw, I think today you're still pretty early on in like your your podcasting uh, career, question mark, you know, your podcasting gig. So you, you recently started the Batman book club. Um, what made you decide to start a podcast? I know why Batman, because that's your life. But it is. That's true. Yeah. The fiance understood before she said yes to my proposal where Batman stood in my in my life. She's okay with that. She understands. So, um, so you know what? Before let's let's touch on that just for a second because um, I had a guest on uh, who kind of helped uh, initiate this reboot of Everything Is Awesome, and um, we were discussing you know what we had in, around our desk and uh he his caveat was obviously anything with a pulse first but like if there's a fire i'm grabbing this uh this this uh batman statue this this gonzo uh statue and and my jordans and and, and hop it out the window if there's a fire so is and we i don't want to i'm not going to make you choose between your batman stuff uh but it is the understanding that you made with your fiance that she is just above Batman or is like Batman still edge her out a little bit. She's just above Batman. <laughs> just above. It's close. And there's, I like to tell her too of like, well, I've known him longer. So <laughs> he's got that. He's got that on you, but no, it's, she wins. She wins out, but he's, he's a great number two. Let me tell you. Yeah, yeah, uh, almost number number one. Now, now I want to make you choose since he's only number two. Since since Batman is nothing compared to uh, so, something with a living pulse. It, if like, what's the what's the thing? Assuming that you and and your fiance can get out safely, what's the thing you grab uh, to make sure you 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 save it from the fire? What Batman? I, I'm assuming Batman. Yeah, it would be my absolute batman the long halloween book okay Uh, Okay. for non-comic nerds absolute editions are big versions of of certain stories and they're big the art so basically it's just uh think you like watching a movie on a normal size tv well yeah you you'd pay a little bit more to be able to watch that same thing on a big tv well that's what absolutes are they're big uh versions of 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 a story and that long Halloween they they uh throw the book in it and or the original story and then so many extra things and all that it's just like it's my favorite Batman story as it is and then to have a bigger version of it with all those extras with interviews and all that stuff too I just I love it I love it so that would be the one thing that I would that I would grab because I think to go and buy it now it's it's pretty expensive which it already is right. kind of expensive starting out but 
Right. Any the story itself, I know I could get like I could replace. I could replace almost anything, but yeah, I like that that big book. It's mine. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I my my answer I have because I also have my lightsaber that I made in uh, in Galaxy's Edge. Like, yeah. not, it's not it's not on display. It's in in the bag, but it's just around the corner from my desk here. And it's it's I, I feel like I have enough. Like again, assuming that the dogs and the kids and the fiance like they're all safe outside and and all, everything oh, yeah. with the pulse is good. Like I feel like I could strap that. Like I wouldn't just grab one thing. I would definitely risk. I would spend the extra seconds throwing the lightsaber around my shoulder because it's at a case putting Groot putting baby Groot on my shoulder even though i could probably buy him again maybe i wouldn't grab him because really like you could buy him in from the disney store again but like our our 4d20 he's he's one of a kind like he's i just started weathering him and, and customizing him so he's one of a kind droid that i i have to grab and again i know i could replace him but like i don't know i'm just looking at baby yoda over here and and I, I can't let him can't. burn in a fire. <laughs> so I, I would definitely make a play for all three of those things. You know, sorry, baby Groot. I can, I can replace you and probably get the version of you with a Christmas hat. Like I didn't realize existed until the day after I bought you <laughs> that you truly want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, we, we, so, okay. Uh, to, to, before we get to your podcast, uh, we went to Disney in uh, November over, um, over Thanksgiving. And, mm-hmm. uh, so on, I believe, the, whatever day we went up to, I think Disney Springs, the kids got uh, a Porg that like it has a magnet so you can sit it on your shoulder. You put the magnet underneath your shirt and then, he, wow, and then the Porg nice. can sit on your shoulder. And I got the Groot version of that because I wanted the Porg, but I also was like, well, I don't want to get the Porg if you two are getting the Porg because then we just have three Porgs in the house. And like really saying that out loud, I don't know why I'd. <laughs> I didn't get the pork. Uh, but uh, so I ended up getting Groot. And then the next day must have been Black Friday. Um, and we were we went back again and they had the same things, both the pork and Groot, uh, but with Santa hats, little Santa hats on their heads. And I was like, I can't believe that we bought these non Christmas porgs and Groots. And, and now we can get Christmas ones. Uh, which we did not. I, I refuse to spend more money on on those. But uh, uh, yeah, I would like I would like Groot Burn. Um, sorry, Groot, because uh, then I could probably get the Christmas one, or I would just get the Christmas pork. Because again, sorry, Groot, you're not pork. <laughs> anyway, uh, so, the question that we asked 17 minutes ago, I think, uh-huh. uh, was uh, about um, the Batman book club and and how you went from uh, timid pod host podcast uh, guests to uh, acclaimed uh, Batman uh, podcast host. Acclaimed. I mean, just breaking records every episode, just breaking more records. It's the critics have spoken, the fans have spoken, and this. This is the podcast. Second to everything is awesome, obviously. So yeah. in 2120, people listen to everything is awesome. Then they'll be listening to the Batman right. book club. But yeah, I mean, in 2020, I mean, we're the number one podcast in Bucks County. I just assume that Batman book club is the number one podcast in. Uh, I mean, I guess you can choose whichever county since uh, you kind of have a foot in two counties with uh, with with where you're at now in Chicago. So uh, so you can pick that. But in 2120, when we're, when we're fighting for all of the galaxy uh yeah. yeah i mean we're the we're the top two spots absolutely absolutely take that insert podcast here uh, <laughs> literally every other podcast <laughs> every other podcast 
Um, so I am a, I'm a nerd, but I like to say that I'm like a very, uh, down to earth nerd. Okay. I'm not the comic book guy in the Simpsons kind of the actually, uh, specifically, uh, sort of did, but I have loved Batman my entire life. Love Batman. I am known by anybody that I know as the Batman guy. You know, everybody has their, I'm not the only one. Somebody, there's somebody in Illinois who has a big group of friends and that person is the Batman guy or the Batman gal or something. And in New York, there's a Batman guy or Batman guy, you know, but for me and here, uh, growing up, I was the Batman guy and listening to podcasts, uh, definitely were some, so when I, with you writing for dark Knight news, that was step number one of like, sweet, there's an, a creative outlet and it's writing about Batman. Then podcasts became bigger. And I was uh, Batman on film had podcasts, you know, and talked to, you know, we're basically talking about the Batman movies. And then some other podcasts came along. Like there's another one that I really like to listen to run by Andy D. Genova for it's called Holy Batcast. And they cover obviously like Batman and DC news and stuff. Uh, so it's kind of like, well, I don't need to start another Batman movie podcast because what could I even do that's different than those two? I don't have any sources. I don't have in, right, right, any right. inside scoop or anything like that. It's like, sure, I can talk about it, but I'm able to be on Batman on film podcasts and talk about the movies. Okay, cool. What I'm not discovering, and I'm not saying that they don't exist, are like Batman comic podcasts. And I'm like, I read Batman comics. Like, I it's about ninety percent of my comic book reading is Batman. Right. Uh, like, if it's not the current stuff, then it's going back to stuff I've read before or going deeper in the Batman archives and reading stuff for the first time from, you know, the first, like the first stories and stuff like that. And I thought, you know, what, I should just maybe after I got to be on like, you know, on your show and then got to be on the Batman on film ones. I'm like, I want to talk more because I don't, I'm not, I don't, my everyday people that I see are not like not comic book readers. So it's kind of like, Oh my God, who do I even talk to about this? I need to nerd out a little bit. And I was, I wasn't coming across many like Batman uh, comic podcasts or at least not ones done in a style that I want. And so I started to think maybe I can just start my own. Maybe I can start my own. And I started to ask a bunch of people that were already doing it. And I know I'd reached out to you and I was just kind of, a. I think I was getting a little intimidated because it's almost like there were some things of like, Oh yeah, you don't make sure to do this or this or something like that. I'm like, I don't know what that is. I don't know what that, uh Oh, I can't start something and not see it through. And I'm, I, in the words of Ron Swanson from Parks and Recreation, which takes place in Indiana, never mm -hmm. half-ass two things, full-ass one thing. And so I'm like, you know, that's how I, I'm going to start this. It's going to be good, and I'm going to make sure I'm satisfied and it's good. I'm not going to go in like dilly-dally and, you know, so I want to make sure that I do this right. And finally, I kind of felt like I was circling the drain into where the people I was talking to just started to be like, you just, you kind of just need to get going. Like, just do it you'll learn along the way and then you'll be fine. And so I took that advice to heart and started to kind of figure out how the style of the show I wanted to do. And I got somebody to uh, a really cool uh, friend of a friend in Chicago to draw my cover photo for the podcast. And then uh, had another friend mix my, my intro music, which turned out to be really cool. I kind of had an idea of what I wanted and then sent it to him and he remixed it. And it's so much better than what my original idea. I was kind of embarrassed that I even proposed my idea. And <laughs> finally, yeah, it was funny enough. <laughs> funny enough. Uh, mm -hmm. 
you know, the pandemic stuff really hit the fan like the second week of March and the first week of March is when my podcast launched. So yeah. How about that? Huh? Yeah. I mean, and and it's actually probably, you know, while not purposely done, like what a great time to launch um, a, a podcast about, uh batman very specifically the comic books because while you know there there might be plenty of comic book readers out there um or, or even just batman fans of the movies like hey there, there hasn't been a batman on film in, in some time and there isn't going to be one until uh, 2021 unless not, yeah um, yeah you're right so, so like and then also like there hasn't been new books out either so like what a time to start a book club that maybe focuses on like past storylines of mm-hmm. Batman. Uh, so like, yeah, it sounds like a very happy accident. I mean, again, COVID-19, <laughs> yeah. we would rather that not be a thing, but you know, it, it has been, there has been some, I, I don't, I hate to use the phrase silver linings because because that implies that there's some good that comes out of COVID-19. And, and really, I don't think there is any good that comes out of COVID-19, you know, because no. there's yeah. a lot of death involved with it. But I guess I guess the point is, like, there, despite the, the, the tragedy that we're all kind of living in right now, and, and, and for some people, it's zero. You know, that level, some people don't care. Um, I'm, I'm not saying they're wrong, but they are. And, uh, uh, you know, for, for a lot of people, it's like they, they, they've, it's hit them in some level close to home. Um, whether it be, they've had family members who were sick. I I had someone that caught it. Luckily they pulled through. Um, but there's been other fit people that have had people in their family that got it and, and weren't so lucky. Um, so, uh, out of all of that, out of all that darkness, um, you know, there, there's been some like little spotlights of, of, of like happiness where, you know, we, we see, you know, I, generally speaking, and maybe it's just the, the community I follow on Twitter. Like, I feel like the online community about like, about this situation has been very positive and very like we're in this together um, and, and more so than even my local community. Like I, I, I feel it like locally in my section, but like when I go beyond that and, and like, and going to the stores and you're seeing everything sold out, like I do feel like there's in the real world, there is some for lack of a better term, shit stains out there. Um, but the online community, like that's something that I did not expect from Twitter um, specifically because Twitter is a hellhole. Um but I, I, I did not expect to see the sense of togetherness, um, on social media. Um, and for some people where like, Oh my God, my escapism was Batman. Uh, where am I going to find Batman? Like, I think this is a really great podcast that like either, Oh, I can hear people geek out about Batman. And I really like that. Or, Hey, you know what? I've never went like me. I'm one of these guys. I've never read anything prior to Scott Snyder, Batman, um, maybe I may, eh, that might not be true. Uh, I may have read some Batman <laughs> stories, um, but, but really you saying that definitely gives along what you're, it, you get your point across by even saying right. that though. So I get it. Yeah. And like, like, and I've heard you talk about the long Halloween for as long as you and I have known each other through, through and I've never yeah. read it. And, and, and like, 
it's and, and I'm sure like when I sit down and and listen to that episode, it, I'll probably pause it and be like, you know what? Let me go and read this first. And I think that's something that's really great about like the timing of your podcast. While the the it's unfortunate what's going on in the world, it, it's actually something that's needed right now in the sense of like there are people craving Batman, um, and you're giving them like, hey, here's like because obviously your first few episodes are like the highlight stories, like the, the must reads that, that you got to read in the Batman, even if they're like maybe just your own personal must reads versus the, the general consensus must reads. Like there's still that they're that good enough that you're featuring them on your show. Uh, and, and if someone again, like me who hasn't read Batman year 100 or Batman, the long Halloween, like, that's all stuff. I'm like, oh, maybe I'll go back and read that stuff. The so, first of all, totally unplanned. So the the first three episodes are from three guys that I've come to be really close with through Batman on film, and I reached out to them first and just so when I reach out to a guest, I say, hey, would you like to come on? Basically, and go ahead, choose your Batman story. Just as long as we haven't done it and. You know, my next two lined up recordings or whatever, they haven't chosen it. As long as that hasn't been taken, uh, go for it. And the only stipulation is basically like Batman needs to be prominent in the book. So while it may not be a Batman book, say it's a, a Justice League story or something, Batman needs to play kind of a, a key role. You know, uh, right, right. that's kind of that's kind of the whole point of it, because otherwise you could get like, well, yeah, I picked a, an Aquaman story. OK, Batman shows up. It's a 200 page book. Batman showed up in one panel on page 94 and that's it. I'm like, well, that doesn't that right, kind of right. defeats the purpose. That's stretching it too much. Let's keep it a little contained. And they the three guys, they ended up choosing Batman year one, the long Halloween and then dark victory to where year one is so like a great starting point. If nobody's ever if somebody needs an introduction to Batman, boom, there's your book. Long Halloween kind of plays as a sequel to year one. And then Dark Victory is a direct sequel to the Long Halloween. And I'm like, holy crap, there you go. Like that's funny how that aligns, in which I'm sure nobody cares. But me, I cared. I'm like, that's right. that's pretty cool. I like that. That's the first three episodes are like the first th the the kickoff for Batman and as an introduction. And that was and that was great to do so there's like you know the headliners and then we got some later on some some wild card picks in a sense and including two of them uh i one was called batman thrill killer and i'd never read that before i hadn't even heard of it and i don't know how i hadn't heard of it and i'm like well this is awesome that i'm getting exposed to something a batman comic that i'd never read before and then uh Bill Ramey was on and he chose Batman year 100 and I, that book had long been championed and I'd never read it before because it was, a, it was kind of a turnoff as far as like looking at it in the art. And I'm like, I don't really like this art. And it, it seems it's, it can't be Bruce Wayne because it's in the future. And I know I'm totally, blah, blah, blah. but <laughs> I ended up reading it and both those stories, which I'd never read. I spoiler alert. I really liked them both. So that was, that was really cool and rewarding too. And then another aspect is, well, I'm going to ask somebody and they more than likely they're going to get to choose their favorite Batman story that maybe they've never gotten to talk about before and geek out about. Sweet. Right. Come on. Let's let's geek out for an hour just t talking about your favorite Batman story. That's awesome. Great. And it works because I think that the the way that the show is, is that it's evergreen. 
meaning that you could listen to it as soon as I release it, or you could listen to it in four months, or you could listen to it in a year and a half and you're not behind. It didn't like it. It's not old news or anything. You can play it whenever you want and it. And it works. And I kind of really wanted that too, because there's definitely benefits to topical uh, podcasts with breaking news and stuff like that. But a lot of people could listen to it once and then the news has changed in the next couple months to where it's like, well, we'll never listen to that again. Whereas Kevin, you'll okay. Spoiler on every episode of it. We, we dissect the book. So do not listen to it long Halloween until after you read it, Kevin. Okay. 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 Just want to say that, but maybe you'll read it. You'll listen to the podcast. Oh, cool. And then a couple years ago by you'll read long Halloween again. Be like, Hey, Let's go back and I want to go back and listen to that episode. See if you know what I mean. You could revisit it a couple of times, and so right, that was right. that was something else that I I liked that whole evergreen idea behind it too. And then yeah, to basically what you kicked it off with of uh, I was just kind of doing it when I started way before knowing any pandemic was on the horizon. Was just well, obviously I just hope that anyone that finds it and gives it a shot that they're just kind of like, yeah, that was fun to listen to. That's kind of all I want to make sure that it is like, it's entertaining to listen to. I'm not in it to, yeah, let's find a book that is just awful and let's rip it apart. I'm going to be honest, going to be honest. Fortunately, everything I've read so far is good, like good stuff. And I'm sure there's going to be a book at some point that I'm going to be like, I wasn't the biggest fan of this, but I can respectfully like disagree. It's not going to be some negative trashing thing. Cause overall I'm actually, I'm a optimistic person and a positive too so that's kind of that's kind of the whole point to it to where uh hopefully people will find it and they'll listen to it and they'll they'll keep listening to it and if they don't like it well then that's fine write me and tell me i suck (laughs) yeah and and, you know and you you did bring up a good point like it it is like that evergreenness to it is is something that like gives the show longevity even in a world where like in, in five years you're like, you know what? I'm done. Like I, I don't, I'm, I'm moving on to a different podcast or I just, I'm not, I, I I've done all the interesting stories. Maybe we'll come back when a new story crops up or whatever, but regardless, as, as long as it's out there on the internet, like mm-hmm. you can listen to it, you can re-listen to that. And that, and that's something that like my show has no re-listenability. Like people listen to it once. And I would imagine for the most part, like it's a one and done show. Like we're like, there's, we're not we're not telling a story we're not typically we're, we're just sitting around and talking about pop culture like this episode half of it is very grounded in in 2020 while yeah. the second half of it is very grounded in like oh we're talking about batman whatever so there, i mean i guess there's a mix of it but like that's i do the opposite of what what you're doing i do like the fact that not only can i listen to your podcast in any order it doesn't have to be in an order uh which is this show as well you can you can skip episodes if there's a guest that you don't want to listen to or if there's a guest that you really want to listen to you can just listen to those episodes um so there's no order to this show um but what this show doesn't have is that like i it's it it, re-listenability like that's something that you could i could like for instance now i'm not going to Will I listen to the Court of Owl uh, episodes multiple times? Yes, because I like <laughs> the sound of my own voice. But will will, will I listen to I, – I certainly will listen – like after I read The Long Halloween, I'll, I'll definitely listen to your podcast on it. And if I go and, and – if every Halloween becomes a tradition where I sit down and, and, and read that graphic novel, there's maybe there's a chance that like, you know what? I really like that discussion. I remember Ryan or – 
guest said something about it. Let me go back and re-listen to it again, just to kind of like geek out about this ep- this this nav- this novel I just read, this graphic novel I just read. So I think that that's a, a cool concept about your show is that it can literally live on forever if you allow it to. If you allow it to stay up on the internet, it will always someone will always be listening to it because there's never it's not grounded in in a real time. So I, yeah, I that's a good point that you bring up and uh makes me reconsider everything I do in the world of podcasting. For the last 13 years I think. Yes, 13 years. I I have done shows that are very rooted in oh, this is a time and place. I've never done anything that's evergreen. So now I feel like I'm a sham for the last 13 years. <laughs> you are not a sham. Come on. Uh, Come on. It's uh yeah, that's that Philly comedy baby self-deprecating. <laughs> oh, I like Philly. Never been. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, you once this pandemic's over you need you should come down to philadelphia we'll grab some cheese steaks uh yeah. and we'll, you know we'll watch the eagles and uh and, and go from there that's i i have a i have a bad philly accent i can't do like the stereotypical one if i try i just i'm really bad at like doing anything but my voice <laughs> so uh i just I, I tried to do a bad philly accent and it was bad because it was awful anyway uh i don't even know what a philly accent is uh it's it's i see i don't know necessarily i mean i know when i hear comedians do like um how lublin um is uh is a co-host on the we got this podcast he's originally from um the philadelphia area i believe just the next county over in monco if i remember correctly um and he does like a really fun like fake philly accent that's just like very thick and 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 watered on there's a um she's comedian who has done work for comedy central i think for like the president's show or something like that uh christine i want to butcher her last name nagel i believe um and she has like a improv character type thing that is um like aunt sally i think from philly and it has a very thick um philly accent it's it's hard to determine but i have been i used to travel around a lot and for work like uh, like, probably 10 to no more than 10 like 15 to 20 years ago god damn i'm old uh and i would go up to like massachusetts and stuff and people would comment on my philadelphia accent while I was sitting there listening to them say "ka" and and "target" and you know what their their <laughs> their uh, New England accents, um, but they would comment. Uh, we, from what I understand, we have very nasally O's. So like I would mm. when I would be up there doing work, I would ask for a Coke, and they would say "what" instead of "coke." What C- Coca Cola, like soda, and 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 like so that's what we have for the most. I think that's our most defining feature in our accent is our o's are a little nasally um, but i don't know what that means I, yeah like i don't know how to, like coke to me sounds normal coke 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 i i don't know how i'm saying it, it, it philly but apparently i'm saying it philly coke coke yeah maybe like maybe how you just said it seems like it would be c-o-h-k-e maybe but otherwise it's, I, not, it's not that noticeable unless unless uh if we hadn't gone down this road and you just you just said it then i would not think anything of it Right. And, and, but for some reason there are, there are people that pick it up and, um, mm. I, yeah, it's like, and like, so like, I don't really hear it. I don't, I don't notice accents unless they're obvious, like, because 
again, like when I'm talking to someone from Massachusetts and, and they say, wow, you got a weird accent. I say, oh, yeah. When you watch a movie, do they sound like you or me? Because unless the movie is set in the New England in Boston, like they, they don't sound like you like watch Batman. They sound like me. They don't sound like so like I always have a hard time with accents because like to me, like I sound and and. I a typical Midwestern accent I can pick out, but for the, mm-hmm. I've talked to people that from the Midwest that sound like me. I've talked to people in the South that sound like me. I've talked to people from the South that sound very Southern, but um, it, it's very, it's a very interesting uh, concept accents um, to the point where like, I actually had, a, I have a friend that I, I met and uh, we're going to wrap up soon, but uh, one last tangent, I promise. Uh, I have a friend that lives down in Alabama and I used to work with him tr- in my traveling gig. And the first time that um, I, you know, I chatted with his fiance because I guess he called her while we were hanging out because we would hang out and we would get a bunch of Bud Light and throw it in the in the, the, the tub with ice or whatever. Uh, and after we were done work, we would drink. And I and uh, I do like if I hang out with you enough, like for a week straight, like I did with him because we would travel for four to five days at a time together. I pick up your accent because apparently I had an Alabama accent uh what i was hanging out so accents are weird because you just pick them up after being around them for x amount of time uh so to me i don't really notice them unless it's very obvious like a new england or a midwestern accent i see i don't know (laughs) maybe somebody i work with has a really thick like chicago accent but otherwise everybody else chicago sounds they just kind of sound normal and so unless somebody's from from Boston or even some people from, Oh, I mean, soda, you know, uh, right. right. I, I used to work with somebody who uh, lived in the upper peninsula of Michigan and they had, they def- there. It's always, it always comes down to O's because hers was, <laughs> she definitely had the O on, on her yeah. word. I just laugh every time I'd hear it. And I'm like, man, you just went full on, uh, UP there. So <laughs> where you're from is all dependent on your O. You know what? Unless you're in Boston, then it's all about your Oz. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, you know what, uh, Ryan? We 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 went a little over the hour, uh, okay. but I, okay. we're 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 gonna we're not gonna go two hours. We're gonna save. If you want to hear more of this dynamic, this dynamic duo here, if you will, um, I like I said, uh, I, I believe the episode uh, of of Batman on uh, podcast, uh, at least part one, should be out around when this episode's dropping, uh, why don't you tell people where they can listen to Batman on, uh, Batman on podcast. I literally said Batman on podcast. Didn't I, uh, uh, that was the Batman book club is what I meant. Batman on podcast. Isn't a show at all. Um, (laughs) on podcast, Batman book club, uh, the court of owls, my part one of that episode that I'm on, I believe if you're listening to this, you can probably head over and and, and listen to part one now. Uh, but where you can find that, Ryan, only you can tell us. <laughs> only me. I have the power. Uh, which, by the way, do you think, what do you think of the name, the Batman Book Club? I actually, I really, despite the fact that I bumbled over it and said Batman on podcast <laughs> um, that first time, uh, I really like the Batman Book Club because it, it's everything you need to know about what that show is about. Um, and again, I, I think it's, um, 
if if I'm a if, if I'm a casual Batman fan and someone says, "Hey, you know what? You should read The Long Halloween." And after you after you read that, you should go check out this podcast, Batman Book Club, where they where they cover these storylines. They spoil the fuck out of it. But, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, but but you should. And by the way, uh, you won't hear that kind of language. I don't think I dropped an f bomb. I was very respectful on Ryan's podcast, but this podcast. <laughs> I just, it's, it's explicit all the way, baby. Yeah. Uh, because, well, actually Garrett, uh, Garrett Grev, he was my, he did the dark victory episode and he was one who had said, because I was like, man, I kind of feel like Batman book club kind of sounds like almost a little like nerdy and maybe a little kiddish or something. And I said, but I really, I wanted Batman in the title and I kind of don't want to come up with something clever or whatnot. It's like, somebody's just like, I'm looking for Batman boom like they just type in batman and there it is and he said the exact same thing that you just did of like well there's no secrets i respect something that just tells you exactly what it is in the title and there's no mystery about what your podcast is uh is about okay well that's good that's kind of what i was (laughs) that's what i was hoping for so uh the the full list of all episodes it's on a it's on podbean.com but uh most people listen to it on apple podcasts that's i mean that's where i listen to everything is through apple podcasts uh but i mean look up on either one that you want uh, it's also on spotify it's uh i have it i started on soundcloud but i don't think it's up to date because it's just not as i just don't feel like it's as user-friendly um, it's not as like what do you want to say you manually have to go in and you're kind of limited unless you want to pay for more so i think you'd right, have to right delete an episode to add an episode now i'm at that point whereas podbean and apple podcasts and google play sorry there there is another big one there's google play most of the odd the people listening are through apple and google play but i always I, I i don't try to promote too far in advance of like guests and what episode is going to be about what book um I already had one one technical glitch that made me have to shift schedule and though nobody cared kevin nobody cared but i felt humiliated that i had to be like actually it's not this book this week the episode's going to be about this one instead and i felt like a defeated man i was like i'm sure i've lost all my fans but they stuck around and i i usually only i only say through twitter twitter would be the best way of Hey, coming up next week. That's usually what I try to do is, Hey, coming up next week. And I say what book it is in case somebody's like, Oh sweet. I haven't read that before. Or I haven't read it in a long time. That gives me a week to, to read it. And then I can listen to the episode so that they don't do what you almost would do and listen to it before ever reading it. And then get spoiled. (laughs) Uh, Twitter is at the Batman BC. So there you go at the Batman before Christ, you know, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and I do, I, 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 I'm looking at the logo now. It's a really sharp logo um, uh, that, that I assume that the Twitter avatar is the same as the iTunes logo. Um, uh, I should know because I literally just downloaded an, an episode of your podcast, but I did not pay attention to the logo as I did so. But yeah, it's a, you know, I, from a guest point of view, it's such a fun show guys. And, and I highly recommend um, if, if, everything uh that that ryan has done on the batman book club is half as good which i can guarantee you it's probably twice as good because i just lower the bar on any show i go uh if you so they're all twice as good 
go look at what some of the titles that he's covered read those um as he kind of said the first three episodes uh, and i i've read year one um that's one that i have read uh and i can say from that uh is a very good title to especially hop in on batman so so find yourself some batman stories you haven't read yet even if you have read them reread them join ryan and his guest for discussions on batman um it is from again from my own personal experiences being a guest it was so much fun uh being able to like geek about batman in in a such a nerdy way and i say that as just like ryan said i'm not your traditional nerd i am not the comic book nerd guy i am wearing glasses but that's because my eyes are bothering me and my contacts i don't want them in there right now but uh i am i am like i'm not super nerd a lot of people call me their batman guy when i really know nothing about batman uh they call me their star wars guy and i really know nothing about i don't have the deep dive knowledge on any of this i have base level knowledge (laughs) i am i am i am a renaissance man among uh uh comic book pop culture meaning that like i know i guess maybe i'm not a renaissance man because that implies that i'm really really good at all this i have a base level knowledge of everything to be uh good at everything but not great at anything so um uh, but i i um i it was fun to be able to deep dive on uh the court of owls storyline of batman because um it's something that i I did kind of nerd out on when when it was coming out live with a friend of mine um but realistically like i don't get many chances to chat about batman comics um because not I don't know many comic book readers in my real life. Um, You know, everyone, everyone that I know that reads comic books lives outside of Philadelphia for the most part. Um, There's a few people that I know that read comic book, uh, comic books, but um, you know, uh, so being able to sit down and geek out and uh, just like, I mean, I want to say we did, we did a lot of time on issue five of, of Scott oh, Snyder's yeah. and Greg Capullo's. There's a lot of, there's a lot of time devoted to issue five and for good reasons. So, um, you know, uh, I go check out the Batman book club after you've read the stories. Don't let yourself get spoiled because I think of half the fun in reading these stories. Um, and I can say this very specifically about the court of owls because reading it a second time while it was uh, probably a third time, if I'm being honest, but reading it this latest time to be a guest on your show while I enjoyed the heck out of it. Um, everything I loved about issue five, uh, it wasn't as great as I remember that first time reading it because I was expecting whatever that, that the surprise that I'm not going to spoil right now is. So um, do yourselves a favor and, before you listen to the Batman book club, if you haven't read the story that's being featured on there, go read that story. Um, like I'm going to do when it comes to the long Halloween, because I don't yeah. want to be spoiled in some of the greatness that I will be exposed to for as a first time reader. Yeah. So it's funny because we split some editing duties. Uh, Eric Holzman is a, we had, he's a producer for the show. So he was the second guest and he talked to me about the long Halloween and we kind of trade off back and forth of editing episodes so that we can kind of stay so that I'm not pressured of like, okay, record and hurry up and edit so that I can keep things on schedule. We go back and forth. So he's kind of like, Hey, you've got three weeks to edit an episode. And then I basically got like, you know, three weeks to edit one and blah, blah, blah. We stay consistent and stuff like that. And he, (laughs) he had to edit one uh, my episode six was Scott Snyder's The Black Mirror. Highly, highly, highly recommended story. 
and he had to edit that and he hadn't read it before. And he's like, well, thanks dude. It just spoiled the, the shit out of it. <laughs> you knew what you were getting into, but, uh, Oh my God, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Ryan, thank you for being on the show again. Uh, it was a pleasure to, to talk about, uh, you know, everything just catching up on life in this, uh, in this, what I would call the darkest timeline right now. Uh, but then also enjoying our conversation about the dark Knight himself. So, uh, thank you for being on the show. And of course, uh, you, you know, you're welcome back anytime. You are the man, Kevin. You continue to show me the ways of podcasting. And it was great. It was great having having you on for something that we laughably expected to last a minute or an hour tops. <laughs> <laughs> we're, both, yeah. we're both talkers. Uh, so when we get together, we always go longer than we say and then we threw batman into the mix and it's like come on right come on. the signs that were is... there the signs were there yeah. but it was great talking to you about that and always it's it's fun it's been it's been too long coming here to coming on here to to just chat and shoot the shoot the shit so to speak you know so yeah. well, thank you sir yes of course and uh so uh we're gonna throw it to uh me in the future who is gonna wrap things up here uh sorry jeff stormer i i totally just stole that from you uh but uh yeah so uh now, this is I haven't figured out how to end these shows quite yet because you, Ryan, the guest, <laughs> don't get to hear my outro and somehow this has to transition. Uh and do you do bet the, do the Wayne's world. <laughs> Shout out to Ryan Lauer for being on the show. A great conversation. Um he's been on the show, I believe this is his third time now. He was part of the uh, original Dark Knights of the Round Table conversation where we sat down and talked about justice league the movie uh and then we had him on as a guest after that and uh and and now he's on now and i i plan to have him on again um great i love talking with him i love talking comics obviously very specifically batman we we held ourselves to an hour for everything is awesome uh if you're interested in hearing us talk two hours on uh batman and very specifically the court of owls um, you should go on over to the Batman Book Club uh, podcast and give a listen. There will be links in the uh, show notes here where you can uh, listen to Ryan and I talk about the Court of Owls and uh, my uh, love letter to issue five and, and to Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo, who I think are geniuses. They're um, the, the best, I think, comic team in the industry right now. Uh, even though I don't know if they're actually doing anything together right now, but you know, when they, those two team up, it's, it's always, always good stuff. Um, now normally we do a call of action here on, uh, the end of the episode. We've kind of already did that in our mid roll, but I'm going to emphasize again to go out there and make sure you're, uh, registered to vote. Make sure you call your representatives and let them know how you feel about basic civil rights that all humans uh, should have. Um, be a voice for your black friends, but don't overpower those voices. Um, just be there for them in their time of need when they feel like they are not valued as, uh, citizens of the United States and hell citizens. This is not a, this is not an American issue. We've seen all 50 States have protests. We've seen different countries like England and Japan and all these different countries protesting for black lives matter. This is a global issue. Uh, much like COVID-19 is, except much, much worse. It's killing people um, for the color of their skin. It's not right. Um, our friends of color deserve the same respect that white people do. 
bottom line, bottom line, register to vote, call your leaders, call your representatives, and make sure that you're you're an ally. Um, it's it's more important than ever right now. We're we're in a we're in a big we're living history. 2020 will be a huge huge chapter in the history books, and hopefully those history books uh, tell an accurate story. Uh, big recommendation from me to you is to pick up the book so you want to talk about race, um, so you can learn uh, or relearn um, some stuff about uh, race and and being a better ally to our black friends. Everything is Awesome is a production of That's Entertainment Podcast Network in association with Green Hammer Studios. Green Hammer Studios is a Philadelphia-based production company specializing in audio, video, and live performances. You can find more information at com. Thanks for listening, Super Friends. We've been awesome. This episode of Everything is Awesome is brought to you by Tellist. Tellist is a fantasy world created by Michael D'Angelo. Spanning 15 novels and novellas, Tellus is a place of magic and splendor, where great heroes fight for the people. Some of these heroes are blessed with the strain, granting them uncanny abilities. The Tellus universe is medieval superhero fantasy with steampunk elements that mix with several different mythologies. With so much to choose from, the world is in your hands. Get more information, purchase the books, and discover the world of Tellus at Tellus.com. Entertainment and culture. Artist owned, fan supported.